Never, Never chill, chill filtered. Filter. As it as should, it should be. be. <laughs> there. Okay, so you picked what we were supposed to read. I, I know. You picked that. <laughs> you were the one that was like, we're going to read this right here. And then I wasn't ready and for it. And then you read the wrong thing. I, I would. I almost read the other side of the bottle. Get your resume ready, Jesus. Who are those fellas down at the end of the bar? Those are the McGlynn boys. It's best to just let them be and listen to what they gotta say. Ask if you must, drink if you want, and disregard the rules, because this, this is the Tavern Question. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please buckle up your seatbelts, put your tray tables up. I don't know. I have no idea where I was going with that. But <laughs> I was super why, excited. Too. Why do they do that? Put the tray tables up. Yeah. Are they gonna like because fall they, off? Well, no. Because if when you land, if there's an issue, that thing's gonna come and like. Well, okay, landing, uh, landing. I got you. But like, yeah, if you lurch yeah. forward, you're gonna like take it under the sternum, and that's bad. But like taking off, like, yeah. what the fuck's gonna happen? Maybe they assume you're just gonna put stuff on it, and it's gonna fall off. Yeah. Derailed myself and. 17 seconds that's a first for us here god damn it it's thursday hello everybody good evening uh hi josh hi I, just as he has his glass up to his mouth like and just right? chugging down a, a, a big old swig of whiskey is when i i choose to interact way to go hey it's what i do if i wasn't inconvenient and awkward i wouldn't be me so anyway how was your day dude hot it yes. is so unbelievably hot at work right now and like and on my first break today, I'm thinking, man, I'm going to enjoy some nice air conditioning for 15 minutes. It's going to be the best. I was so excited. It was almost as warm in the break room as it was where I work, like in the area of the warehouse that I work at. I'm like, somebody better turn on this motherfucking air conditioning. And somebody must have heard me because come lunchtime, that air conditioning was bone cold. I was like, yes, that's how you get results. You just start swearing. <laughs> that's it. True, true. Uh, <laughs> Well-placed cuss words can yield amazing results. Uh, they can also yield new employers, you know, which is also yes. uh, very fun. Yeah. So uh, our air conditioner went out here at the house. And oh, no. it, 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 this is the second time this summer that it has done this. So we called. We got the work order in. They just came and right. fixed it today. But let me tell you how comfortable you get sleeping with an air conditioner. And then the moment it's gone – there's this weird, like, crying thing you do because, you know, it's this just disgusting heat and complete discomfort that you cannot get any relief from. And you're just like, oh, my God. Anyway, you move. It's hot and gross. And then you're like, you know, if you share a bed with somebody, you're like, just stay the fuck away from me. Like, go. It's <laughs> like your heat is radiating and it's making it worse. Uh, yeah. No, but fortunately for us, they came today. They got it all fixed. Everything is better. So... Hopefully, hopefully we're good. Good. I see. I actually lived for a number of years without like central air, and only had one little box window a AC 
for our house, which would not cool off the whole house. It would just do the living room. And so there was a number of summers where I slept in the living room because I couldn't go to sleep in my own bed because it was too hot. Even with a giant fan directly like on top of me, still nothing. Such I had a, to sleep in the living room. Such a peasant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's amazing like how how quick we just adapt to having it and then the moment we don't, we are thrust into, you know, uh a alternate state of living because nobody mm. moves. Everybody's like, "Oh my god." Like, right? It's it's just this crazy. It's a mild inconvenience that is literally a life-altering event for the period in which that you do not have air conditioning. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, man. It's, it's Shall we go to the news desk? Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, or however you choose to identify. I mean, we don't judge here. Gentle person. <sighs> God, dick. So, let's think back. There was a particular band that came out in the early 90s. Definitely uh, was before its time and and paved a good way for a particular style of, of rock. We're talking about the band Nirvana. And more importantly, how the, uh, the baby on their album is now suing for child pornography. And, and you hear child pornography, it shouldn't be funny. But it's, it's like, okay, so let's think about how many of different levels that this album cover had to get okayed to, to go out in, into production. And it's like, so are you going to sue everybody or who are you suing? So there are, uh, let's see, uh, up to 17 people who are getting, uh, who are getting sued because of this and he's looking to get minimally 150,000 from each person okay <laughs> we're gonna call a timeout for just a second <clears throat> yes so before he i'm sure at the time uh there was some sort of paperwork that was done given the mm. size of nirvana uh given their popularity and uh, given the fact that this was a a you know a studio released album, this isn't something they produced in their garage, right? Right. And right. Um, you know, these studios are always very careful about paperwork and getting permissions and all this stuff and owning likeness rights. So I hope, honestly, this doesn't go anywhere uh, because this is bullshit. This is this is total bullshit. Sorry, dude, because it is a dude, right? Or I, however they choose to identify, right? It's the baby from the... And that's one of the main complaints. It's the baby from the album, and his penis is clearly out there. And I say his and penis, and of course now I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. I should say something else. But Their penis. How many times have we... Dude, we said penis like seven times. That's a lot of editing. All right, so... Penis, penis, penis. So I, I have to believe that there is some sort of legal uh, foundation that's already been set that's going to freaking prove this to be ridiculous. He's leaning on, I think, the the child pornography thing in order to gain uh, sympathetic, probably, question mark, uh, 
votes from somebody to to whatever. And of course, his lawyer is like, oh, of course, we got a case. Like I, I read uh, I read a bunch about this and a lot. I've, I more so enjoy listening to the responses of, from this. Uh, and this and, and I'm, I'm with most of the responses that I have read today. And that is uh, this. This isn't America I want to live in right now. Can we go back to when there were naked babies on record albums? <laughs> like, that's, that's the this. I don't, I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know what is happening. But but yeah, I this will be interesting because what happens yeah. now? What if he wins? You know, um, I I think it's, not that I think there's a lot of naked babies on album covers out there. No, but but even are you sure his wiener's out? I don't think his wiener's out. I got to look if, at this. Well, okay, hang on. What's the All album? Right, What's the name of the album? Oh, Jesus, of course. Now How are you going to bring a news story and not okay. even know? Never mind. Never mind. I got it right there. Oh, the of course. Of the it's, it's the number one search in Google right now. Of course it is. So, and one of the things he tries to point out is that. Is that a wiener? That kind of looks like a wiener. That the band purposely picked that image of this baby. And they had a dollar bill like fished out in front of it, and they said, you know, essentially they're projecting the baby figure as a sex worker. And and I and I kid you not, I'm reading through this, and I'm go like the entire time I'm going, are you kidding me? That's definitely like, a wiener. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 for, that's a for real penis right there. That's a yeah, baby and penis. you don't. You don't get stuff like, especially like album art approved without it going through a bunch of people. So a number of people said, yep, that's okay. Yep, that's okay. And, you know, and it just kept going. And so, like you said, there had to be some kind of a a release that was signed by the baby's parents that said, yes, go ahead and use our baby's photo. That's perfectly fine. Now, if, if his likeness was used without consent, then he has... Like he has rights to fight that part, not well, child pornography. He was a minor and therefore could not consent. Right, but but uh, okay, maybe they didn't get the family's consent. Let's let's say that instead. You know, obviously, if you have people who were responsible for that baby, unless he was a baby of the state, I don't know. But if he had folks, they could have signed something that said, "Yes, use the likeness, whether this baby's clothed or not clothed." Blah blah blah. And it, and as soon as that documented or that document is presented in court, it's all done. You, you're like, okay, see you later. No, you, we were given permission, and and that's it. You're done. But I don't know. It's 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 again. It's one of those things. The fact that they use the term child pornography, it automatically brings attention and you're like oh this is a serious thing and it's like okay is it really because the dude's 30 like the baby who is bringing this forward he's 30 so he's had plenty of time for this to be a problem and for him to bring it up in with legal stuff why do it now and again that goes you know and i'm trying not to be insensitive here because right if and I look at myself, but I realize everybody's different, right? If mm-hmm. there was a naked picture of me as a baby out there, first off, would anybody know it's me if I didn't tell them? Pro- 
Probably not. Okay. Probably not. Uh, outside of family, like our family would know, right? But mm-hmm. but general, you know, Johnny Q public, they would never know it was me, mm-hmm. unless I disclosed it for myself. Mm-hmm. Right now, one thing I think that should have happened, and maybe it didn't happen. I don't know. Maybe the parents got all the royalties, like the dude, because it's him, right? Those right. the royalties from the album, due to like from his image that was on there, should have been put mm-hmm. into some sort of trust that was made accessible to him at the age of eighteen or twenty-one or whatever the stipulations yep. were made. That should have been a thing. He should have gotten paid for it. Like I, I totally agree that he should have gotten. And if he didn't, if his parents got the paycheck, right, um, got the whole paycheck, I think there's he, he's got some. You know, some reason to be a little bit frustrated because it is his naked ass that's in, on this thing, right? Not his parents. It's not his ass. It's his penis. It's his penis. All oh, right, right. Sorry, <laughs> it's the little baby wiener that's just hanging out there, um, yeah. which is yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, so I, I, I would say he's entitled to some money, I think, but I, but I yeah. think he can't go after that money because that money went to his parents, and he'd have to go after his folks. For that money, and I think that would be a problem for mm-hmm. him to do. So he's trying to go, and and that money's already been paid and may have already been spent by. His, well, I don't know. I don't know any of all. That. I'm, right. This is all total speculation. I have yes. no insight to any of this whatsoever. Um, this Absolutely. is just thoughts coming off my head. Uh, but if that money is gone, and now all of a sudden he feels at thirty, you know, he's not where he wants to be in life, and he feels entitled to some cash, mm-hmm. which I think might be a little justified here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way for him to go after it is to get it in some other fashion. Because that money's already been paid. The royalties have already been paid, and, yeah. and that money's gone. So there's nothing he can do yeah. unless he sues his parents. Maybe his parents don't have any money. So he's got to go after people that have money that he can get. Yeah. Kind of sounds like and, a money grab versus, you know, be like, and the child pornography thing, that's not going to be a thing. Uh, that, I think that's I, there, there's 100% no fucking way that's going to be a thing. No, I think that's 100% a, a, sympathy, a sympathy thing in order to get people on his side. Um, now, if especially. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I might piss some people off, but with today's heightened sense after the episode of... we released on Monday, <laughs> the folks that are here will not be pissed off by anything. <laughs> okay, <we say. laughs> so the fact that we're living in a day and age where emotions are uh, held on uh, our sleeve and are very, uh, very much what we use all of our reasoning for nowadays, instead of just simple logic um i in a in a weird way i wouldn't be surprised if the whole child pornography thing actually caught some uh momentum all of those images are going to have to be pulled Mm -hmm. so the second and third order effects of this are, are crazy right and how this dude feels, I don't know how he feels. Maybe he legit feels like a victim. Maybe he, I, I don't know. I, I haven't talked to him. I don't know the guy. You know, I, so I can, mm-hmm. so again, um, all I'm left with is my perception. And it, and there's some of these things that just don't add up to me. And I have a lot of questions. Maybe at the end of this, all those questions will be answered and be like, oh, okay, cool. Now this dude's a victim and he should get some freaking whatever. But if mm-hmm. this is ruled child pornography, mm-hmm. all of those images are going to have to get freaking pulled. The album, like, you know what I mean? And and if you own that album, you have to cut the cover off. Because you are now holding child pornography. Yep. And you can be held freaking because it was deemed to be 
as such. So if you are a Nirvana fan and you have all of yeah. the albums and you have all of the vinyls, right? And you have the covers, these yeah. pristine covers of the vinyls. Congratulations, you're now in possession of child pornography. That's where it gets weird for me because I'm like, ah, uh, I don't, yeah. I, I don't agree. I don't agree with that. Um, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> dude should get paid. You know what I mean? It's him. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's out there naked. And if he didn't get paid because he was an infant at the time, um, and his parents didn't handle that money appropriately. Maybe they did. I don't know. But yeah. if they did not, uh, I can see that frustration. But going the child pornography route, I think, I, I, I think that's the wrong answer. I don't. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm not a big fan of Nirvana, right? I'm not. I, the whole grunge <laughs> era of the '90s, uh, which you were not. I mean, you were around for, but you were not yeah. like cognizant of. Uh, was a just a a shitty time in American music, in my opinion. Uh, when there were so many great things happening at the same time, you know, uh, right. great bands like uh, TLC and SWV and freaking 98 Degrees and all these wonderful groups of musicians, you know, <laughs> got freaking backdoored by folks like Nirvana and Metallica and these, you know, these these guys, what? you know, <laughs> Lars Old, whatever his name, the drummer, you know, and for for Metallica, you know, these these dudes who came out and were actually like musicians and shit. This is me playing satirical fucking, you know. <laughs> devil's advocate here although i am a huge fan of swv and tlc and 98 degrees oh uh, hey uh, pop music junkie i don't hide that fact so go fuck yourself that's that's fair fair enough fair enough but yeah i it's i am i'm never surprised anymore whenever i uh i get on the interwebs and <laughs> try to find news articles never because it's it's so fucking weird out there right now it's just uh so so yeah good luck nirvana i mean kurt cobain didn't have it bad enough as it is so too soon it was in the 90s no you're, <laughs> you're good the statute of limitations on jokes about that is is well All right. uh, we, we both took a drink at the same time we can't do that that's, right that's, that was weird that's, that's bad for sound. so uh uh, over to Tigger with sports. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a sports story today. <laughs> oh, damn it. I wish I wish I had a sports story. So uh, f- because this this episode won't release uh, for six weeks after the fact, uh, today is uh, August 26, 2021. Today in the city of Kabul, Afghanistan, uh, Kabul International Airport was attacked by terrorists who detonated a couple of bombs and have, uh, at this moment, the, the the death toll may still rise, but as of this moment, have killed 13 Marines uh, and a bunch of civilians who are all working at one of the gates of the airport to try to get people out of Afghanistan as the Taliban has come in and taken over. Uh, I'm going to cover this very, very briefly and very short because I am uh, I, I am emotionally compromised when it comes to this story. I have a lot of feelings and a lot of thoughts about this, um, but none of those really matter because those are all mine. The story needs to be remembered because, number one, uh, today being August 26th, we still have five days left uh, until everybody is out of there. And that's a lot of time for a lot more bad shit to happen. So I don't know what's going to happen in the next five days. It could get a lot worse. I hope it doesn't, but it could. So to the boys and girls that are there on the ground right now, if by some chance you come across this in six weeks, know that we love you. We are here. We, are, we support you 100%. Keep fighting. Fight your way home. 
fight your way home. You're in a spot you didn't ask to be in, doing a job you didn't ask to do. You simply volunteered a few years back to uh, to work for Uncle Sam, and you're doing your job, and you're doing amazing work. And today was a bad day. Today was a super, super fucking bad day. You got a few more left. Protect each other. Always, always, always protect each other. Keep fighting and come home. To the 12 Marines and Sailor, to their families. Ninety-eight percent of us have no idea what you're feeling right now. You're getting phone calls. You're getting people at your door this very moment to tell you that someone you love very dearly is not going to be around anymore. Most of us don't know and will never know what that moment feels like. We love you. We're here for you. We appreciate the sacrifice that your family member gave today. And regardless of the political bullshit that's going around right now, we know that those decisions were made. The decision to fight, the decision to go, the decision to pick up that flag and go wherever they're told wasn't made out of some political nonsense. It was a sense of duty. And there's a very large percentage of America right now whose hearts are breaking with you. And I pray that this pain that you feel tonight wanes over time. So right now we're going to take a sec. We're going to play taps. And then we're going to carry on. It's a, it's weird days when, when being somebody not in the military sees incredibly military things happen and don't know how to respond just out of sheer, uh, um, sheer amazement. Um, it's. 
utmost respect and admiration to those people who who put it on the line to to help others to try to keep others safe um, in a in an era of super uh, superhero movies guess what folks we have legit superheroes who are wearing camo doing some some superhero shit but and that's gonna wrap it up for us here at the news desk and we'll uh be back in a bit all right folks let's uh Let's go holler at the bartender because uh, we've been sipping on something that's uh, that's pretty tasty. So tonight we are enjoying Rabbit Holes Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. Uh, the one I'm holding right now, I'm, I'm pretty sure you got the same one. I it's do. the uh, 95% rye small batch. It's a uh, 95% rye, uh, 5% malted barley. Uh, we're sitting at blah blah. blah. Where is it? Uh, forty-seven point five. So it's ninety-five proof. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is a good one. But at the same time, I'm a I'm a sucker for uh something rye. Not gonna lie, <laughs> that rhymed a little bit. And again, uh, our listeners will know by this point in time, I'm a sucker for a bottle. Trying to get the bottle in there. That's a pretty fucking sweet bottle. Like, it's got some body to it. Like, you can hold on to it. And the cool thing is it's got this uh, this rabbit here. It goes in the bottle. It's like indented in it. It's not a bubble out. It goes in. Real sleek. I like it. It's a good bottle. Good bottle. But it, uh, it's, it's tasty shit. It it is quite good. Uh, it it they <laughs> a lot of the reviews I read going into it uh, was like you know it's a good you know beginner and it's this I, I I'm glad uh, because they kind of made it sound like it was uh, like less than but uh, yeah. I would I would push back against that and and say it for a rye whiskey it's it's right there it's not you know yeah. um, I think there are there are's there are's there are's there are's. <laughs> There is or are uh, rise that are uh, both better and uh, and not better in mm. the uh, in the the category, but I would definitely put this I'd put this right in the middle of the pack and not towards uh, not towards bottom center. So I think I think it's pretty yeah. good. It does taste. It's got a a, a very interesting uh, palate. So the one thing I like about rise, they have they just have a weird feel like a weird mm-hmm. like on your tongue and you can tell it rye is different because of how it sits uh and and for me that always translates into like a a, a sweet wet grass 
uh, and and that's you know, I can just just kind of tell. And this is a high ride. I mean, this is you know it's a ninety five five, so it, this is literally like a you know there's no corn in here. This is just mm. rye, and generally generally those tend to be a little pungent and a little a little more uh, almost like tobacco-y, But this is hmm. this ha- does have a, a like a almost like a cigar feel. Right on your on your palate, but but not quite as strong as some of the other ones I've had, and right. it's not dry, so it doesn't have. There's not a lot of those tannins at the end that are freaking just just suck all the moisture out of your throat and your tongue, which you know is in some whiskeys I really like that, but but most I don't. This this right. is good all the way around, yeah. and the proof is the proof is right where it needs to be. I think I think this might benefit from from being a, a little bit like a, a 100 or maybe a 105. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you had a chance to get the the heresy rye from Broken Barrel yet? I haven't because I haven't been able to find any Broken Barrel. Mm. Just because I don't think it's big in Michigan right now. They might not be distributing to Michigan just yet. So it's it may be something if I unless I order it online, it's something I may have to travel for. Yeah. Um. It's it's I have a list. And my list is growing as I find more and more because I realize I'll see something online like, oh, hey, I wonder what that tastes like. First, I'll look, okay, where can I get it? If I can get it around here, okay, next time I'll, I'll go pick it up or, or something along those lines. And it's either what I want isn't at any of my stores. And it's like, well, shit, I just have to get something else. <laughs> and But see, I'm always hesitant to buy new whiskey. Because I'm like, okay, this can either taste good or it can taste bad. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so do I want to risk? So everything you said there was true. I, I, I want to acknowledge yeah, yeah, everything you said there was true. It. However, comma, <laughs> if we allow that mentality to keep us from trying new whiskeys, we're never going to drink anything new. So That's fair. fair enough. I would try to use that sparingly if possible. Yes, yes, yes. There's, there's some of them that I won't even um, give the light of day. Like there was one I saw; it was a banana whiskey, and I'm like, okay, again, bottle. Like the bottle caught me first. I'm like, that's a pretty cool fucking bottle. But then I looked at fucking <laughs> the like the flavor profile, and I'm like, God, I'm like. This looks disgusting. So like, who the fuck would drink this? Banana tasting. Now, if it was a banana whiskey, like a banana flavored whiskey, that's mm. one thing. And technically it can't be a flavored whiskey because flavoring is not allowed in whiskey. So it's actually a liqueur. So it's a it's a whiskey flavored banana liqueur. They just use weird words and they you know what I mean? Anyway. All right. Uh, so however, banana is common in tasting notes. And Oh no, it is. With, and when you get what? when you get those banana tasting notes, there that is probably you're just in the creamy realm of whiskeys, and it's not. So I I don't pick up bananas, and I have a bunch of whiskeys where people are like, "Oh my god, it's this is, this is like, you know, a, a Sunday with bananas on it," and I'm like, eh, "I'm not I'm not feeling any of that." But how mm-hmm. the bananas translate to me is just like these crazy creamy whiskeys that are mm. that are just awesome. Um, uh, Old Foresters. I've got a bottle of Old Foresters, and one of the the big tasting notes on that mm-hmm. is Bananas Foster, which I have no fucking idea what that tastes like because I've never had Bananas Foster. No. 
Uh, but when right. I taste it, like it's just it is just a, this crazy creamy whiskey. So I assume, and I don't like get the banana hit on the tongue, but it is a common tasting note. So I would I would go back and look at the label because if that's okay. just one of the tasting notes, you might not even pick up bananas. But if it is a right. uh, I'm pretty a whiskey I'm pretty sure a whiskey flavored banana. banana liqueur, yeah, then then uh, that's a hard pass for me, Sarge. Right. Yeah. No. I'm if remembering back, I remember like looking at it, and then it saying banana, and then whiskey. So it was definitely within the same thing. I'm like, nah. Like, I have a hard time. Like, I like bananas. I don't like banana bread. I don't like candy that's banana flavored or anything like that. If you take the banana out of banana, everything else is gross. So banana flavored Laffy Taffy's. You're not. Disgusting. Are you fucking serious? Disgusting. I would rather shit a pine cone than eat a banana flavored Laffy Taffy. All right. So leave your mic and your citizenship on the desk on your way out the door uh, and then enjoy freaking some communist nation. You you caught me. Because banana freaking Laffy Taffy's are the best Laffy Taffy there. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Fight me right now. I'm so I'm so fucking adopted. Fight fight me right now. Let's just say I'm adopted. That's an easier thing to, to say. No, no, your forehead gives it away. You're definitely related. Well, somebody's got my forehead. Not Everybody's got your forehead. What we don't have is your five and six head. Very true. Yeah. Head shape matters. But no, so th- this is good. Uh, this is the first time I've ever tried Rabbit Hole. Uh, this is their... They're in Virginia. They're in... Or not Virginia, excuse me. They are in. They are in Kentucky. I follow their their distiller, their master master distiller, I think, uh, on TikTok, and and he's fun. Uh, big focus on education and showing the <clears throat> the process and how it all works, and and showing the like the whole distillery and, and all of its operations mm-hmm. and stuff. So that, that's been really enjoyable to watch because nice. uh, I love watching distilleries operate and see how they do their little their quirky little whatevers but uh but yeah mm-hmm. this looks to be i'm trying to find out exactly where they are well while you're uh looking up that i um they make nulu the, say what they make nulu that's one i've been meaning to pick up as well oh wait no no so nulu so excuse me oh i so i got a bottle i have yet to open it just sitting right there looking at me right now um <laughs> Uh, rabbit hole because their bottle says louisville or louisville okay so yeah. they're in they're in the nulu district of of louisville I'm trying to go through their website and it's just not getting me what i need so i'm just going to go to maps maps will get me there yeah um i picked this up um with uh oh what was it uh with uh some of my covid money <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what that's that's what people on you know this side of the country are calling it is uh, COVID money. COVID money. So I had a little bit extra cash, and this is uh, my bottle in Michigan. Uh, ran me, if I remember correctly, between fifty-four and fifty bucks. No, fuck, I messed that up. Forty-five and fifty bucks. There we go. Um, and this was actually the cheapest of the different ones. They had uh, their bourbon. 
want to say there was one other one because it was a purple label, the green label that I got, and, and then a black, black label. label, right? So the, the one of them is a sherry finished bourbon, and the other one is a it's a bourbon as well. They're both bourbons. The other two. Okay, so then I'm assuming the sherry one is the purple label. Uh, I, ye- I would assume. Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> let's assume that. Um, so if only there was a freaking a website to tell us exactly. Yes, the Derringer is a. So I was right. It was it's finished in sherry, and then mm. the the black is the Cave Hill, which is a straight bourbon whiskey. It's a four grain, so it uses four grain, meaning it uses corn, rye, wheat, and barley. Well, there you go. Instead of just corn, rye, and barley. There you go. Those two, uh, at least in my store, run higher than the rye does. So yeah. I did it as a financial decision, but also I'm a sucker for rye. And so I was like, you know what? I'll grab this because this stuff is actually pretty tasty. Or I assume it's pretty tasty because I like rye. And so I had a glass of it. Um, I, I enjoyed it the first time. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I went back to it um, probably two weeks two weeks after that first glass letting it rest changed it and i'm like i'm like ooh, i'm like this is this is pretty good <laughs> i'm like i'm i'm liking this so it's uh it's it's one i'll i'll keep on my bar it's it's pretty tasty yeah i i'm not i'm not mad uh i just picked mine up today i've seen it around uh, you know i've looked at it and i probably had the bottle in my hand three four times um, and just have not committed to it, mm-hmm. but uh, but no, it's uh, it's good, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to trying their their other stuff again. I just mm-hmm. the price point is um, is one of those things now where you know you see a sixty dollar bottle of whiskey and it's like eh, you know I'm, yeah. the price of whiskey is going up and forever up. So your sixty dollar bottles are now what your forty dollar bottles were for me anyway, and it's like so oh, you know is it is it worth I, I don't know. I'll probably pull the trigger on it just to just to give it a shot. But we have both the I'll have to see which one gets higher ratings, the the sherry finish or the, the four grain. And I'll go in Fair on enough. one of those and see see how they go. Fair enough. Yeah, this was uh I I looked at all three of them and I was like, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I really like bourbons. I, li- I really like rye, and then I saw the uh, the sherry cask or uh, yeah, sherry casks, right? So the finishing. Um, and so I looked at all three of them, and I was just like, and so the rye almost felt like a a safe choice because I have I have yet to have a rye that I don't really like. Hmm. Um, at least at this point where I'm, you know, still developing my palate and figuring out what actually tastes good to me or not. Cause I remember when I first started drinking whiskey neat, um, I got a couple of, from what I've found out now are in test intense rise that like, I just went through real quick and didn't really even think about it. And I was like, yeah, okay. And it's like, you know, they're not, <laughs> they're not sipping rise. They're, mixing rice and it's like oh well that's unfortunate well so, so this this by all definition this should be one of the w- more intense that you've tried because i mean at a 95 percent, right. you know it's 95 percent rye with mm-hmm. no corn and corn is like the you know the the bridge that makes it you know you know whatever it gives us that that sweetness and that that nice you know uh it puts us back in our happy place you know for those of you yeah. who are who lean towards the the bourbon realm uh, but this is when you go like the the hard rise that are these ninety five or whatever or or higher, 
they tend to be uh, pretty intense, and this this is mm. not that. So I wonder mm. if if they dial this down. You know, they they proof this down a lot. If this comes out of the barrel pretty hot, and they they proof it down because it it is it, for a ninety five percent, it's it wonderfully gentle. Like you, there's none of the 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 real heavy tingling on the tongue and the burn and mm. uh, you know I have a and it's young, so there's there's that working against it too. So I've got a, a bottle from the folks down at Boston Harbor Distillery of their their Putnam Rye, and it's mm-hmm. it's cast strength. It's so it's uh, and that that's a fucking that's a hey how you doing, Rye. <laughs> that's that was I took a bottle of that to my buddy's wedding, and they had a bunch of bottles of whiskey, uh, and we wrote out like all the information on them, and and that was the one just kind of sitting back and watching people go. They would pour that. They wouldn't read the proof, and so it, it's intense. You know, it's I think it's oh, a, dang. I think oh, it's yeah. one hundred and twenty two. All right, it's 120, 122, and somewhere in that range, and uh, and they would take it and they would great just toss a sit back, and I'm like, oh god, and then you would watch them like a lot of folks start coughing and freaking like they, you know, hold the glass out like it just you know <laughs> like it just bit them or something. You know what the fuck is this? <laughs> like you gotta, nice. it's intense, uh, it's super intense. But this is not that you know for being mm-hmm. for being all rye. It's yeah, they they done figured this out. This is good. It. If I remember correctly, when I got mine, there was actually a little tag on the cap that it was a 2019 winner in um, some whiskey competition, and it and it looked fairly important. And so I was like, "Hmm, good for them," you know. And but see, like it. Uh, hang on, where's where's the thing here? It says 2018 gold it? medal at the New York World Wine and Spirits Competition. All right, 18. My bad. So matured over three years because doesn't whiskey have to minimally be, um, isn't minimally four years? No. No? Isn't there like a minimum for aging whiskey? Depends on the whiskey. So, uh, so legit, you can it, you take it off the still, put it into a new oak charred barrel, and then pour it immediately into a bottle. It's boom. So anything that's anything that is, uh. So if it's labeled straight, right, it, it has to be at least two years old. Oh, I'm going to fuck okay. these rules up so hard right now. <laughs> oh, man, the whiskey folks are coming. Uh, they, come no, they you. are. They are. Uh, <laughs> and if it's if it's less than two years, it has to have how old it is. So Okay. And that, like, disclaimed on the bottle? Yeah. So if it says straight whiskey, it's at least two years old. Okay. But if it's less than two years old, they have to list exactly how old it is on the bottle. Anything above that, they can list if they choose or not. It's up to them. But if it says straight, you know it's at least two years old. This says it's a minimum of three. So if this is a uh, a mix of barrels, whatever, three is the minimum age. But there is no minimum age. It goes into new oak, you know, and it could legit like you like you a charred new oak bucket. And I think this was uh, I think this is uh, uh, Jimmy Russell from wild turkey said this in an interview he's like he could he could take a, a you know as long as it goes into a new charred oak bucket right off the still walk it over pour it into a bottle it's bourbon you know he's speaking specifically of bourbon and and a lot of those same rules apply so so minimum age would be you know uh it all depends on what it says on the label for sure see this i don't have a whole lot of experience with older whiskeys i have a couple of older whiskeys uh on my bar 
and I have a couple of younger whiskeys on my bar. This, at least to me, and of course, like I said, I'm I'm still new to to drinking whiskey, and definitely grabbing this and that from this and that. This doesn't taste young. No, because like younger whiskeys have that bam, alcohol <laughs> in your face. You're like, you know, there there are no notes. <laughs> it's note, <laughs> singular, and it's alcohol. <laughs> Um, this, like, I'm picking up all, all kinds of shit. Yeah. Uh, so I need to correct my statement here. So it Uh-oh. says, if it is aged less than four years, so you were right, it, it is less than four years, it must have an age statement on the label. It, it is required to have it. So, so less than four years, less than four years requires to be, to be called a straight something, right? So if it's straight bourbon, straight rye, whatever. Mm. So... This, the word straight comes with a four-year requirement, and if it doesn't meet that four-year requirement, then it must be stated as it is on this. So this says, mm-hmm. you know, straight rye whiskey, but it's only aged three years. That, that's fair. Actually, <laughs> uh, just to uh, do a quick little callback to our uh, banana talk earlier, uh, one of our listeners actually gave us a fun little uh, tidbit. Uh Banana flavorings are based off a species of banana that went extinct many years ago. Do you know that? That statement. So that means there's an all... actual banana that tasted like shit. Who knew? So so wait, all of our bananas are currently genetically modified to taste like bananas. Is that what the statement is? No. Oh. But all the all the. Artificially flavored banana stuff, like your so beloved Laffy, Laffy Taffy bananas, yeah. are from an original banana flavoring that no longer exists. Bullshit! I can eat a banana and then go eat a Laffy Taffy banana, and it tastes similar. No, they don't. Yes. they don't taste anything alike. They absolutely do. One tastes good, the other one tastes terrible. All right, so in a few Guess weeks... Guess which one is which? Right, so in a few weeks, I'm going to be in the studio with Josh. I'm going to bring Laffy Taffy fucking banana-flavored fucking shits, and I'm going to make him eat them. And I'm going to make him eat them a goddamn banana. <laughs> yeah, so you want to tune into that one. I'm going to shove a fucking banana down your throat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure, oh, you with fuck. a gag reflex. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean... You don't have one? <laughs> don't we all? What? I don't know. This is dude, we're we're going off of, we're going down a road we can't. I was say we're we're so lost here. Oh goodness. Uh, well, I think it's about that time to uh to head over to the bar. What do you say? Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so here we are. We are at the bar, and tonight's pointed conversation is going to be kind of a hot-button topic. A couple of our, our topics have been. Uh, so if you've been listening regularly, you know we we dabble in uh, in some, some territories that people might find. Uh, I'm not going to use the word offensive, but, uh, but fragile. People tend to be fragile with certain, uh, certain things. And so tonight we're going to be talking about social media. And censorship. So, if either of those things bother you, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Fair enough. 
But if they don't, buckle in, and we're going to talk about social media and censorship. So let's do some backstory, okay? Uh, if we rewind the clock back to December, January time frame, uh, so January of this year of 21, December of 2020, uh, there was a lot of shenanigans happening, a lot of shenanigans. We had a president who really, really enjoyed uh, Twitter, <laughs> Re like too much. Oh, it was it was so bad. It was so bad. He was, he was a fan. Uh, but anyway, anyway, uh, so some of the actions that took place then in the early parts of January uh, caused him to be banned from social media, which led to a whole big thing about censorship. And there was some other uh, fledgling social media companies, some, some folks that were just kind of starting up. Uh, Parler was their name. And uh, they, shortly thereafter, also got uh, dethroned or kicked off all of their platforms and were not allowed to do their thing anymore either. So brought up the topic of censorship and you know a, a freedom of speech and all this other stuff and uh, and that's kind of where we're going to go tonight that's where we're the the road that we are going to travel i'll i'll start with my opinion um i think it's it's bullshit i understand that when you join these websites that you agree to certain terms of service I, however, don't agree when those terms of service are executed indiscriminately and uh, disproportionately to folks who may have a different opinion than, than the company that they're on, right? It is a voluntary thing. We volunteer to use those, those platforms. We volunteer to go on there, and we are subjected to the folks who own and run those things. I acknowledge mm -hmm. that, and I understand that. However, if those platforms shut off voices that are different than theirs and they 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 deem the word you know dangerous or or you know they were uh, uh that word has been replaced with misinformation at this point which we'll get to fake but, news uh so fake news was the <laughs> the orange man's stuff right um <laughs> orange man bad oh my god uh but there was there was a, a move that kind of silenced a whole side of the political spectrum's voices. Now, whether you agree with the you know left or right or whatever, I, I don't give a shit. I, I do not care mm -hmm. what your political views are, what your opinions are. They don't. They're irrelevant. And the same as mine should be to you. Um, mm -hmm. But I I feel as though there there was a side uh, that that uh, of voices that got silenced and shut off and pushed off the thing because they were deemed this or whatever and uh to kind of bring it around to real world today donald trump is still banned from twitter still currently he's not allowed to be on twitter however comma the leaders of the taliban have active and very very popular twitter accounts so so immediately and and the response from twitter has been well they haven't violated our terms of service <laughs> okay okay hang on <laughs> Just a second, just just a second, just just one second, uh, and and that's and that's where I have beef, right? Um, did did Trump violate the the terms of service? I I don't know. Uh, I didn't follow the guy on Twitter. I, I am active on Twitter, but I never followed him. Uh, I know I read some of his tweets uh, through 
other outlets and, and people that shared them. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, just shut up and be the president. Um, please, please just stop and be the president. I just need you to be the president right now. Um, right. And, you know, but I, I, I can't say as I ever saw imminent danger come from that individual. Are there extremists that should be freaking shut off all social media platforms? 100% agree. Yes, there are. Was he one of them? Uh, I don't know. I'll let you decide that on your own. Um, so so I it, it bothers me because I feel as though that there is a definite – the scales are tipped to one mm -hmm. side or the other. And uh, a lot of uh, what was deemed hate speech on this side of the aisle, uh, a lot of people on the other side of the aisle are saying equal to or greater than – but because they're in line politically with however that platform is choosing to run, they mm -hmm. don't get the same thing. You know, these people, are, you know, uh, whether it's the right calling for violence or the left calling for violence, violence is violence. And if they were shutting off voices on both sides of the spectrum for the same shit, I would be like, fuck, yeah, I'll buy stock in Twitter tomorrow. Like tomorrow right. I'll do it. Right. Uh, but but they don't. And so there there is definitely some discrepancy in how they manage that. And that lends to the belief that they are politically driven. And I'm, and that's where I have a problem. Now, for those of you who are stomping your feet going, it's a private company, it's a private company, Rawr, right? You know, I see Gandalf like, you shall not pass because it's a private company. Right, hey. cool. We're, but, but once again, and I think I've said this on the show before, I'm going to go there. You're right, it's a private company and they get to choose whatever they want to. The same as that private company in fucking Colorado that chose not to make a cake for somebody. So if private companies get to choose who they allow in their fucking whatevers to provide service for whatever, you got to be consistent. So now that that is out there and I'm done, my blood pressure is beginning to lower again. Josh. How do you feel? Well, my use for, for social You're media. You're wrong. Shut up. <laughs> Get off my platform. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So my uh, my use for social media is uh, is pretty is pretty uh, pretty limited. Uh, I use it to uh, I use it to, you know, check in on friends, look up stuff that's inherently nerdy and communicate with listeners and stuff like that so especially when it comes to like political stuff there's always options to like click and ignore because you can only take so much of it like especially like in election years that's when you only ever heard the political stuff was the was just that last little bit of time before you got to vote then that was it kind of like the commercials with that remind you to do your taxes and stuff like that as soon as tax time is done then you don't see them anymore but it seems like everything has become a platform. And then as soon as one of these private companies decide to, you know, step in and go, hey, uh, you violated our terms of uh, our, our user's agreement or whatever, whatever the fuck it's called, because nobody reads those. No, I I sure don't because nope. it's like 20 different pages. I don't read for pleasure a whole lot. I'm definitely not going to read this whole legal babble bullshit that I'm not going to understand. So I'm just going to, hey, click agree, move on. You know, so so I can't attest if uh, if any agreements were actually broken because I don't know. 
Um, can I assume that uh, said uh, individual who was banned gave out misinformation? And if this somehow breaks the user agreement, should he have gotten banned? Sure. I mean, even on Twitch, um, certain uh, uh, streamers get banned for this or for that. And more times than not, it's stupid stuff. Uh, there's one guy in particular who got banned a while back and like this was his main platform was Twitch and just recently he had was given the details of the reason why he was banned and now he's trying to sue Twitch because these reasonings were not one they weren't shared with him until now which I've never been banned from Twitch, so I don't know how they handle that. I don't know if it's you coming. Get banned and then they, <laughs> After I this say, episode, wait, we'll wait. probably be banned for no, a little okay. bit. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so I don't know how that works. So like, if somebody gets banned and then and then they get notified of why, but then if you get banned permanently and you're never notified, yeah, I'd get pissed too, you know. But when it comes to I guess, I guess streaming is a bit of a social media, but not in the same regards as uh, um, as a uh, a streaming service. But it, it it seems like all somebody has to do is hit the report button. Yeah, and then that's it. So th that is it, and and that's uh, that that's part of the problem. And and well, for for certain. For certain platforms, that's the problem. Uh, we have, you know, we we value everybody's feelings, and so when somebody hears something that makes them feel weird, things they click the button, and <laughs> the response seems to be from these platforms to react first. So, uh, mm -hmm. shut off the episode. Uh, right. You know, uh, take down the freaking post. Do something immediately. That's the immediate action, and then they say, uh, "We're taking this time to go into review." because it seems mm -hmm. to have violated our terms of service or whatever. And and I'm not going to say more times than not, because I, I can't throw a statistic out there that I don't know for real, but I know that I have seen a lot of folks get their posts reinstated. So they, they appeal. Okay. And they say, no, you're you're wrong. Whoever reported right. this was wrong. And we, we did, we, on, on one of our, uh, our Facebook account got reported for, like nudity or something, and it was, it was, uh, I, I, it was a picture from the beach or something. I, I, it was super weird. So we like, we clicked appeal, and then sure enough, like within twenty four hours, Facebook came back, and they're like, oh, my bad, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't know how that all worked. Uh, uh, we were just kind of sit there like scratching our heads and shit. We're like, what the fuck. Um, anyway, what, did you do one of those like lakeside shots with your legs out and everything? And maybe you showed a little too much leg. I mean, have you ever seen those? Well, I had my cleavage going, so I mean, that might have been it. I don't know. <laughs> People are jealous of my boobs, but uh, true story. Yeah, it happens. But yeah, no, I, I've seen that where yeah, the the leg shot turns into a crotch shot, which is mildly unflattering. But uh, but yeah, no, it was anyway. But. But that seems to be the thing is that the moment somebody says, I have feelings about this, right, these these right. platforms jump in and they're like, Burp! breaks, shut it down. Uh, and right. then and then you get a strike, you get a ding, you get a You know, and I think on YouTube, it's like three dings or whatever before you're you're, you know, sent out to pasture and never again. Uh, and that's where, man, I, I got 
I got beef with that. Now, again, we're not talking about like extremist views and shit, but but varying whatever. And let's and and honestly, COVID has become the monster. And I know we, we you and I talk about this a lot, but it is it, that has really become the monster. So that you had the the Capitol riot, right? Slash insurrection, yep. slash you know craziness that happened on January sixth. So there was a lot of extremism stuff that went down, and they started attacking those types of things. And then this word called misinformation came out here, you know, recently, mm-hmm. and to the point where the White House was like, "We're working with Facebook to identify misinformation." Whoa, motherfucker! That's not your job. That's not yeah. your job. No. No, if that social media platform would like to hire a freaking group of folks to combat misinformation, then they need to do that. But it is you are interjecting the the White House is interjecting in determining what is true and what is not. Hold the fuck on. You don't get to do that. And that, you know, again, that goes into the problem of what is true. What are the facts? Where are the facts? Just and nobody's giving facts anymore. Everybody's giving opinions. So when we're and, and we're not given the opportunity to get the facts and make an opinion for ourselves, we're we're on this road of just just utter chaos, mm-hmm. total chaos because we can't. No, don't fucking tell me this. Don't tell me that right. that thinking this way is wrong. Don't don't do that. And and there's these algorithms, right? The algorithms that that exist on these social media things, and we know they're there, and they put you in echo chambers. They will naturally just kind of put you in. So the posts that you see align with your political views and your freaking religious beliefs and all this other stuff and you get thrown into these these circles of like-minded people which again just become these echo chambers and they give you everything so we have forcibly tried to fuck up our algorithms on all of our social medias and we have people that are on the extremes of both sides both left and right so so and and it's hard because there's a lot of times where I want to be like, oh, my God, shut this off. Turn these people off. I don't want to see this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. But if I do that, the moment I do, and, and whoever I shut off first, that algorithm is going to be like, oh, doesn't like this side. We're going over here. You know what I mean? And now that's all I'm going to fucking see. And that's oh yeah, that's wrong. They, yeah. I want to see everything because inside of everything is balance. You know, I think both sides have flavors of the truth in them. Mm-hmm. But that's up for me to to figure out. Yeah. And again, it's just oh. and and if you shut off those voices, you shut off one side and you shut off just the one side, then all we're left with is this side. And that's that's not okay. No. There has to be no. balance. There has to be a Darth Vader. <laughs> Period. I I love that you bring Star Wars back. Well, it's got it's got to come. Well, I I got to make this relative, right? <laughs> You know, because they look like like Darth Vader was the best bad guy in the history of bad guys. But without him and then so let's go. Let's let's reach out. You know, if if Chuck, if you're still watching, let's let's dabble into MCU. Is Thanos a bad guy? We talked about philosophy, I think, last week, right? This, yeah. There's your question. Was, was Thanos oh, a bad guy? Nice. That's a, Why a, didn't a we massive, talk about that? a massive Fuck. philosophical question, right? And but yeah. here's the deal, right? So he came in and he saved the galaxy by wiping out half of the population and preserving the resources, so that 50 percent of the folks could survive and live a much longer life. Mm-hmm. Now he he had you know the the burden was his and and it was a hard thing for him to do and you know everybody cheered when he died, uh, both right. times, 
And but at the same time, was was he really the bad guy? And who's who? How are, do we get to decide now? In the in the case of MCU, we do because we get to get all the information and we get to see Thanos' side of the argument and we get to see the Avengers side of the argument. Do we get to see that here today? If these if these social media platforms and here's the deal, um, people are like, well, they can just go somewhere else. Well, where else can they go? Because there's 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 major platforms that most people use, and getting a new platform out there and started is super hard. Parler started gaining some momentum, and then all of a sudden Amazon shut them off because they were using Amazon servers. Amazon was like, not in my house, right? Because right. a couple of shitheads that fucking stormed the Capitol um, decided to use that particular platform to talk to their buddies. It, unfortunate, super unfortunate, but anyway. I've successfully rambled for like 17 minutes. It's your turn. No, you're, you're good. It like it's, it's hard for me because I'm not into politics. It one, it angers me more than anything. Like I very much try to watch the presidential debates between, uh, Trump and, uh, What's his face? Uh, Biden. There we go. I couldn't remember his name for a second. Um, and and the only thing I was thinking of, it wasn't like, okay, one of these guys is going to be president. I'm thinking these are two grown-ass men acting like schoolyard children. Like, yeah, I know you are, but what am I? You know, you know bullshit like that. And it's just like. So is your mom. Right, you know, and it's like I I remember in high school I had a shirt that said "So's your mom," and so I mean it's like I was a walking joke, <laughs> for other reasons, but you know, so it's and and social media just has has given everybody a voice, which every I mean everybody, <laughs> but then they get to pick and choose who gets to keep their voice. Yeah. And and it's almost like if popular opinion dictate or it's almost like popular opinion dictates who gets to keep their voice. Enough people cried about Trump, so guess what happened? Bloop, he was shut off. You have fucking Taliban leaders who apparently have Twitter accounts who are the doing one, their thing. Dude, the one dude has like 300,000 followers. Now, a lot of that is probably like media and freaking, you know, half of that is probably the CIA. But, uh, you know, <laughs> um, but that still like that's you almost have almost a half a million followers and you are a. a fuck it. You're you're a terrorist organization that's presenting yourself as a fucking legitimate government yeah and and that's and and how easily we forget uh there are 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 still videos of these guys that are you know (laughs) what do we do on fun you know what do we do for fun on friday nights oh we behead people at soccer games uh like there's there's videos of that you know Mm. and and to think that it's it's any different now than it was then you know (laughs) um I uh, I got I got beef, I, I got mm-hmm. serious beef. If we are okay with that, 
that that says a lot, you know. Uh, and and why why is the orange man still so freaking? <laughs> I, that's one thing I've I've just kept scratching my head. Is you know the dude's no longer in office. He's out. He's gone. Uh, but give he, him his Twitter back. He remains. <laughs> well, I don't give a shit whether they give his Twitter back or not. But it, it's it's odd to me that that has not happened. That that has not occurred. It is odd to me because like I, why why is he so why is he so bad? What why is why does he scare you so much that you still now even when he has no power to yield right? And and I'm not a fan of the guy. Don't don't hear me say that. But it it seems odd that we're okay with these folks. And in and in the the period of wokeness that we are in right now, the fact that there isn't some outrage about <laughs> these th- this group of folks being okay to have this platform, knowing that they are very, very uh, anti-fucking uh, women's rights, that they are very anti any sort of uh, homosexual anything, you know, uh, they are, the Taliban is not friends or okay with the LGBTQIA plus, did I get them all? I think I got them all. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Jeez. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, I did. Just, there's just there's signs and symbols in there. At some point. Yeah, no, I'm working on it. Um, but they're not okay with that. But for some reason, nobody's, you know, hashtag ban fucking the Taliban isn't a, a hashtag. Why not? Why isn't that you a thing? You should get that trending. I agree. I absolutely agree. But but why isn't why aren't these platforms doing that anyway? If I can't if if I can't say anything that is uh, anti-vaccination right now, or not, I won't even say anti. Anti is is a very definitive term. That is uh, not supportive of the current vaccination status. Instantly, my post is flagged. Instantly. Okay. I I I can't even talk about vaccinations right now. Holy fuck. <laughs> hot mess. Hot hot mess. Oh uh, my god. And I think I think it was today. It was today or yesterday. The official DOD memo came out. So that'll be interesting to watch how that goes down. Um because there's there's a whole lot of, of our military folks who said they ain't going to take it. So let's see if they can they can stand by their their principles and and hold true, but uh we'll we'll see how that all plays out. But anyway, but yeah, so, but, and, and it's because I have a, a feeling about something, right? But because I have that feeling and I share that feeling, it's, you know, they have to jump on and be like, no, this is bad. No, you're, you know, you, you know, our fact checkers have found that this to be this, da, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's like, this, this post has been labeled misinformation. It's like, calm down. Uh, is it misinformation? I don't know. But but let me decide. Let me see all of see, it. I have I have more of an issue with the keyboard warriors out there than something I post being flagged as misinformation. If I had I say misspoke, but obviously mistyped something that could be mis or could be labeled as misinformation. Um, honestly, like my my gut reaction is, oh fuck, okay. I'll I'll fix it or I'll delete it. You know, and no no sweat off my head. And since I'm um you know balding, sweat pours down my face now. So so no sweat off me. It's it's fine. What gets me are the people who feel like they have to comment on stuff. Yeah. And 
And a lot of it that I've seen, at least from what I've read from the comment comment section, because I think that's just as good as any content that's out there, is how many people read like let's let let's take um, the uh, the Nirvana uh, guy saying it's uh, child pornography. Attached to that was a comment section of people who clearly did not read the article. They read the title, formed an opinion, and then posted their opinion. Yes. And it's like, why why aren't comments getting flagged as misinformation? <laughs> you know, it's only when it's only the originator who puts that out there, they're the ones who are getting called out. But with some of these posts, you have thousands and thousands of comments and people and being a part of the conversation who are who are spewing just the same shit. Yeah. So why isn't every single one that is similar getting flagged? It's it, it, it uh, it's such a, a backward ass system. I, and I think that's why I stick. A, I, I try to very much get away from the political side of it because, one, I don't follow politics, plain and simple, un, unless it's an election year, just because then I feel like I need to make an uh, informed decision. Outside of that, I try not to because I spend more time getting frustrated while doing research to figure out these things and then it's like no i no i i got i can't do it and then and and then you twist together the whole thing of social media where everybody seems to have a platform now legit everybody and and when you're your head of country or your president has has a Twitter like I remember when he when he first became president and it was known that he had a Twitter account and he was still actively tweeting from it. I was like, this is odd, right? Like, it, is it just me or, or or was this odd? And well, what's crazy is that a lot of these positions, right? The Speaker of the House, the but you even see that in the military. Uh, look at the academy, the 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 commandant of the United States Military Academy has both a Twitter and a Instagram account. And I got to be there for a couple of them, for three of them, actually. So you got to watch the commandant's accounts change from this person to this person and this person to this person. But the account, like the account stayed the same. They just got the login and then they took over the, the tweet. You know, uh, the last one, I don't want to get I don't want to say his name. Uh, but the last one uh, who just left recently, he actually so a lot of it was done by like their aides and their, you know, what I mean, mm -hmm. it was very seldomly them. Right. But the last one, he was on it like he he took over like uh, all of the Instagram stuff was definitely him was totally him. And uh, and you would see him out everywhere with his fucking phone doing freaking uh, like live tweeting. <laughs> uh, uh, no. What are the the what are the ones where they like go back and forth? Uh, oh, like the the virtual ones? No, no, where you can, yeah, where like, you, like you create. It? So, and he did it a bunch with the parachute team. So, like he had this one where like like this parachute was coming down, it would land on the target, and then it would go back up, then it would land on the target. What are those called? They've got a name. Fuck. The gifts? They're not gifts. Hang on. What are you talking about? Anyway, 
Um, but those <laughs> those accounts stay the same. And that was the big beef with with Trump was like, he's like, no, I'm, I'm just going to stay on my account. And they're like, no, you have to <laughs> you're the president. You have to be on the president account. Sorry. Right. Uh, <laughs> come be the president, please, sir. Sir. Can you? It's just Twitter. No, but here's the deal. I'm like, gonna do as the, so so he got banned as the president. Yeah, he's no longer the president. So should his Donald okay. Trump account be reinstated? Because he's not the president anymore. I, and I and should say, the yeah. president account be 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 continually banned? Because that's a, and again that's where like I get I get, <laughs> I, I get first, so confused. First off, um, and and this is just my personal opinion, and it it is what it is. I don't think the president needs a Twitter account. I don't care who the president is. I don't think the president needs a Twitter account because if if social media has taught us anything, it is a quick and easy way to get in trouble. <laughs> and so yes. when you are the leader of a country, you shouldn't be worrying about what you're going to put into that 140 characters. Or is it is it higher now? Is it like 160 or 180 or some shit? I don't even know. Um that that should not be your concern or who's tweeting at you should not be your concern your concern should be other you know finance military you know wh wh whatever I, I don't pretend to understand what a president does but what you're tweeting should not be your concern hands down you don't need social media you have enough on your plate you don't need social media there are some days where like after i've checked my social media where i'm like stressed out tired and just kind of pissed off i can't imagine having a social media account and being the president and feeling like you have to address that but like, here's no, the deal no. you also have a staff of a hundred people so you grab the stupid fucking intern and you say, yo, what you, what's your name? Jimmy? Come here, Jimmy. Here's this phone. This phone only has the Twitter app. You are going to tweet as the president of the United States. We're going to oh, give no. you the talking points that you tweet. Here you go. Congratulations. You are now the president on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like to think, oh. and, and that what I, I think that that's what fucked up Trump was the fact that he was literally sitting on the toilet at three in the morning, freaking throwing these tweets out there. And it's like, no. Give this to one of your people. Let your people manage this. Stay off of the fucking platform, man. Uh, and and that was that was the problem. But again, but he shut off. He's no longer the president, though. So why can't he get turned back on as as just a normal citizen? He's and then he's labeled as this freaking super dangerous person. Super dangerous to right. who? Is he? And he's still he's still dangerous. I mean, shit. Turn on. Uh, Fox. No. <laughs> Turn on the other one, um, and and watch because they're they're still daily almost. You could find some story about how the you know orange man bad still, and it's like, god damn, it's been almost a year. Yeah, it's been almost a year. Why are we still afraid of this guy? Why are we still what? Just let him go be loud and obnoxious in Florida. Fuck. Jesus Christ! Fuck but anyway, Florida. Yeah, yeah, man. Man, see, so. I think so. Social media is one of those weird <laughs> rabbit holes <laughs> that <laughs> you know. Yeah, you see it? <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> I got it. I got it. You know, 
We all it's, got it. Okay, good. It's one of those things where it's I don't think it will ever make sense and I don't think it will ever be a fair platform. I I really don't because just from being somebody who uses it, but doesn't, um, I don't want to, okay. Like I use it, but I don't use it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're not, you're not making a living off of it. You're not freaking, you don't sit there all day long or, or have your people, you know, constantly freaking doing whatever. Right. You know, I'm, I'm well, with you. Well, let's let's well, let's talk influencers or what they like to be called. You know that like social media is their bread and butter, but at the same time, they call themselves influencers for what? But see, their product is always changing. I have yet to see one leg- quote unquote influencer who who actually just maintains one product. Well, right. And, I mean, cause you gotta, the more products that you freaking you advertise or that you accept as your own, the more money you make. So, so they're not going to just be like the, uh, <clears throat> they're not going to be just the, the mammoth distilling influencer mammoth distilling, <clears throat> but mammoth. we would be, uh, however, right. uh, so they get more money, the more, the more products that they, they take on and those products, you know, pay them or give them stuff or whatever, you know? So, so they're to, to make more money, they're going to freaking push more products. And, but let's, let's talk about that. Right. So why, why does it have to be products? You know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of like life coaches out there now that are, are pushing the life coach stuff. And some of those are very good. I follow a couple of them. Uh, mind bloom Academy, they have a, a phenomenal podcast there. Uh, if you want to talk about just some, some positive uplifting freaking, so just some good shit, uh, check out mind bloom. Yeah. Just just search mind bloom on all of your, your podcast platforms. They're all over clubhouse. They're all over Instagram. Absolutely amazing. Love her to death. Love her to death. She's amazing. Um, but there's a lot of these like life coaches that are doing this freaking whatever. And, and there's some really great ones, but there's some that are just like, uh, yeah, life is easy when you're taking pictures of freaking you meditating on a yacht, show me yeah. meditating in your basement surrounded by nine piles of laundry and two screaming children. And then I'm going to listen to you. You know what I mean? Um, uh, oh, yeah. we all can meditate beautifully on a yacht. Um, do it, do it like, just don't do that. You're, you're a dickhead. <laughs> like you're, you're fucking you're just just a dickhead um (laughs) so life influencers right let's let's not talk about products let's talk about people that are are looking to better other people what you know and how that goes i follow the uh uh the kingsbury's kyle and natasha kingsbury on instagram and they're phenomenal folks he's a, a former ufc fighter she's a uh i mean a fighter fitness expert freaking um super holistic folks that are just about being good people, being good humans. And what does that look like? And, uh, they do have some stances on some things that some would consider, you know, adverse or whatever, but I don't give a shit. Um, they're solid human beings that, that are legit looking at making their life and the lives of those around them better with, with, you know, authenticity. You know, there's, there's a genuine desire for that to happen. And, and that's odd. 
that's super cool. Um, but then you have the people that are, again, who are definitely in who it are, to make who a are buck. telling you to go freaking spend thirty minutes sitting outside in meditation from the back of their fucking yacht in the Caribbean. Like, okay. It's like, obviously... Everybody needs a trip to Cabo to reset their chakras. Bitch. What? I don't what? get that much vacation. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, even, I, if, even if I did get that much vacation, there's no way I could afford to go there. I'm lucky if I can stay at the Holiday Inn in the town that I live in. Not going to brag, but you're talking to a Spire Elite member of uh, the IHG uh, you know, hotel chain. So uh, if you oh. need to get into a Holiday Inn Express, just give me a call. <laughs> I got the inn. Be like, hey, um, I I stay at the the Radisson or nothing. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor. Their their breakfasts are way better than. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh shit. I've lived more of my life in a freaking Holiday Inn Express than I have in my house. I think over the last probably fifteen years. But anyway, we digress so quickly. All right. So tonight we've been talking about social media platforms censorship. And and freedom of speech. We didn't really talk about the freedom of speech thing because I, I don't really feel as though that, that applies. You do have the freedom to say whatever you want to say. However, you don't have the freedom to say it on somebody else's freaking service, right? Uh, that you know, and and that's one of the things. Again, back to that argument of it's a private company. They can blah 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 whatever. You know that that's a that's messy. It's super messy. So. Uh, you do have the freedom to say whatever you want to say, but that doesn't mean you're free of any sort of consequence by saying it. So keep that in mind, my friends. Uh, and that goes for your employer and everything else that goes in mind. So uh, speak your truth, but realize that sometimes that truth comes with consequence. Are we ready to go to last call? We are going to last call. And the chat's been blowing up. It's been very, very humorous to sit here and watch it happen too. Uh, I'm excited to get into this. All right, so, so we will we will end the audio portion of our podcast for the evening. Again, this is going to come out probably six weeks from now, or so. I think that's the timeline. So we'll see where we are six weeks from now. Dun dun dun. But anyway, Josh, <laughs> as always, it's wonderful to talk with you. You have a naked child behind you. Oh, oh God. He's going to sue you in 27 years. We'll get banned for that. Because Whoa, we totally. Yep, well. nudity. There it is. Awesome. Dude walking around with a shirt off. I think we should do We should do a shirtless episode. I have small nipples, so it, I'd be very – I'd have to put, like, pasties on them or something to feel comfortable. I'm down. We can we, we can get fucking weird. <laughs> but anyway, True after story. I edit all of this out of the freaking audio <laughs> podcast. Right? Yeah. Those of you on Twitch get a freebie on this one. Uh, anyway. All right. So from those of us at the tavern to those of you who are not at the tavern, uh, we wish you joy, peace, happiness, love, and all that good shit. And we will talk to you next week. Ciao, friends. Good night.